think that we're going to see an increase in the rate at which states legalize. We have the $2 trillion stimulus package, states spending copious amounts of money in the form of financial relief for businesses and for individuals. That money has to come from somewhere. These budgets are going to have big holes in them that need to be filled. Cannabis tax revenue can really move the dial. Today on Cannabis and Corona, Surf's Thriving the Crisis, we are talking about cannabis investing with Pete Carabas from Key Investment Partners. Pete, welcome to the show. Hey, Dan. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Well, it's great to have you back on the show. For our Raising Cannabis Capital listeners, you'll remember Pete was a guest back in the fall, and he's here today to talk about his recent blog, COVID-19 and Cannabis. Pete, let's start at 50,000 feet. How do you think the virus could affect the private cannabis capital markets? Yeah, Dan, it's a great question uh, and something we uh, think about a lot, needless to say. You know, in terms of how COVID is going to affect the cannabis market, a few different things, we think. Companies that have raised cash, say, in the last six months or so, I think are going to be in a good situation. They're going to have enough cash to weather a storm like this. Uh, On the other hand, I think companies that maybe had plans to raise cash in a future round of funding those companies could run into some issues. And I think what that's going to translate to at the end of the day is it's going to be a favorable market for investors who have dry powder. I think these investors are going to have an ability to dictate terms and conditions that they wouldn't have otherwise had the ability to if we were still in this 10, 12-year bull market. I think one thing that is very important to highlight here with cannabis, I mean, we've seen the recent spike in sales as people are stocking their pantries. I do think that cannabis is relatively recession resilient. Everyone, of course, saw cannabis dispensaries and other cannabis-related businesses deemed as as essential businesses here as we all are staying at home. That was a great boost in confidence, I think, for the entire industry. I mean, think about it. Five years ago, we would have never thought about having cannabis as an essential in a crisis. It's such a good thing. This is not the first time industries have gone through downturns, and albeit the scope of this economic downturn is gigantic. But we can look to history for guidance. What are some of the key lessons that cannabis companies can learn from companies that have sort of thrived previous crises? Yeah, I, you know, I think that's a great question. There's a great study that I posted in the blog. What the study does is it really walks you through basically a survey of over 5,000 businesses and how these businesses fared in recessionary environments. And you really want to focus on your core business and how to grow that business and how to refuel it. So looking at cost cutting in non-essential areas of the business as a way to prepare yourself for the next stage of the business cycle. And so from a sales and marketing standpoint, who are your customers that you're serving that that you can focus on? What are your high probability conversions in terms of new sales? And work with those people. They might be constrained in their budgets. You got to work with them and continue to close deals. 
You know, I couldn't agree with you more about the plan to where you want to be when this is over, because that gives you sort of that beacon, something to look forward to, to build your plan to get there. And you can follow that plan because I think one of the biggest mistakes that happens within business is emotions get involved in these situations and you make emotional decisions that are most of the time short-term or reactive instead of thinking long-term or proactive. And like you said, thinking about how you want to be when you get out of this. What do you want the company to look like when you get out of the crisis? And that helps you stick to a plan. There's a saying that fortunes are made when there's blood in the streets. You think this is a good time to make cannabis investments? Absolutely. I understand that, especially over the next one to two months, we have to focus on the public health side of things. I understand people's public portfolios certainly have taken a hit. But when you think about cannabis, the cannabis consumer is alive and well. Cannabis sales are growing regardless of what public stocks do. Cannabis is the fastest growing crop and fastest growing industry in America. Cannabis is also a vice and it's also a medicine. Both pharma and alcohol are recession resilient. So cannabis kind of has this dual factor of recession resiliency there. And when you're thinking about investment, cannabis before the whole COVID pandemic was very capital constrained. I think right now you're going to see in terms of capital coming into the industry, I think a lot of people may put a pause on that. So cannabis may even be a bit more capital constrained. So I think as an investor, that's really going to enable you to drive favorable terms and conditions. I really do think that we're going to see an increase in the rate at which states legalize. We have the $2 trillion stimulus package, states spending copious amounts of money in the form of financial relief for businesses and for individuals. That money has to come from somewhere. These budgets are going to have big holes in them that need to be filled. Cannabis tax revenue can really move the dial. Wow, that's, you know, that's a really good point that you just made. Backing up one other point before that is that the market isn't getting smaller. The cannabis users and the opportunity for legal use of cannabis is only increasing. And your point to this adding to the revenue of the states that are really going to be struggling. I mean, think about all the sales tax revenue that just dried up when essentially the states just turned off the, the economic motor. Exactly. And, but cannabis is still producing revenue at the same rate it was before. I mean, you talked about this a minute ago, that sales actually surged, you know, initially. So the states are getting a little bit of a bump from the cannabis industry. I'm sure you're looking at various sectors that you like more than others. Can maybe share a couple of those with us? Yeah, sure. On our end, we continue uh, to focus the majority of our time in the ancillary sector. There's certain businesses within cannabis in terms of what you would maybe a little more favorable today in the midst of a recessionary environment than others. Some of the obvious ones are delivery. Their business is just booming. I think the biosynthetic space and the ag tech space is a, a very interesting place to look. It's a little more resilient to a pandemic and not only to a recession. In addition, if you're in the agriculture space, you're protected as an essential business. So I think you want to look more broadly within cannabis is what sectors today aren't really being affected directly by the pandemic as opposed to those 
that are immediately going to run into issues with supply chains and other issues that are going to derail a business from its original plan. I like the delivery <coughs> services. I, you're right. I bet you that's one that's getting a lot of increased business. I forget. In Nevada, they stopped dispensaries and they moved it all to delivery services. I think it was Nevada. That's a really another good opportunity. Like you said, they could be growing faster than they can digest the growth and they need just cash because you have to hire more people and they have to, there's some, a lot of upfront costs. So yeah, that's a good one. I have all of Pete's and key investment partners information on the MJ Bulls website and in the show notes. I'm also going to have links to his blog, COVID-19 and cannabis in the show notes. So Pete, thanks for being on the show today. And thanks for being upbeat about this. There's always an opportunity. And sometimes it just takes a little bit to get past all the doom and gloom to start to see it. Absolutely, Dan. And thanks for having me on the show. And yeah, you know, we got to be optimistic, got to stay optimistic. And we're definitely confident we can get through this all. That's the right advice at this point. Keep optimistic. Thanks again, Pete.